This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. It is good to be back with you today. Man, it's always a pleasure to be sharing with you all, and I hope that if you find these valuable and interesting and taking you closer to God and the plans that He has for you and your money and your life, I would hope you might share it with someone else, a friend or a family member. That would just be wonderful if you would consider doing that, and I just want to say thank you in advance for that. Okay, here's a picture for you. It's early and you're at home in your favorite chair. You're sitting with a cup of your favorite morning beverage. No one else is awake yet. It's quiet. It's peaceful. The demands of the day are still a while away, and God has you in a sweet place, resting in the midst of these simple blessings. Now soon, You will head off to work or your vocation, clear-minded and closer to God and ready for the day. Doesn't that sound fantastic? I don't know about your world, but in my world, that's not always the case in the morning. See, the noise will begin soon. Sometimes the noise comes at us. Other times the noise comes from us. And one of the loudest spiritual noises that comes from us that we create is the noise that comes from debt. I've been thinking a lot about borrowing and credit cards and debt over the past few weeks and how it creates noise in our lives, specifically how quickly we can go from quiet and peaceful to noisy and discontent just by using credit and debt instead of cash or for pre-spending money we don't yet have. Unfortunately, it's really pretty simple these days to fall into this trap. If you will give me a little artistic license, let me oversimplify two separate purchase situations. Situation number one is you want something and you have the cash to buy it. Option A, you can choose to buy it. Option B, you can choose to wait. Situation two, you want something and you don't have the cash to buy it. Option A, choose to buy it on credit. Option B, choose to wait until you have the cash to buy it. Well, if you fall into the second situation and you fall into option A, that you're choosing to buy it on credit, then you have decided to accelerate something into your life. The reason that's a problem is that using debt always presumes upon the future because you are committing resources you do not yet possess. Will you have the same job always, the same income, the same health? What are the chances that everything will stay the same or get better? You know, so many times we talk about life being like the weather. Just stick around till tomorrow. It's going to change. And that is so true. That's why it is so imperative when we're thinking about using debt 
that we understand how it presumes upon the future. So often we talk about financial effects of being in debt and the incredible disadvantage it puts on anyone dealing with any amount of debt. And we know that the Bible tells us that the borrower is always a slave to the lender. But today, I want to take an additional view and look at the mental and spiritual effects of debt on our work and our jobs, and especially how we perform. And it turns out that there's some other really smart people are thinking about this topic as well. In fall of 2021, NPR had a feature, and they interviewed economist John Bashirs from Harvard Business School. And Bashirs specializes in financial choices and decision-making and commented that being heavily indebted does change your cognitive capacity. There's just something weighing on your mind. We know that to be true, right? That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Well, then Bashirs went on to cite a study recently released in India that looked at hundreds of lower-income workers, and the researchers arranged for some factory workers to get paid more frequently. It's the same amount of money, but they got two paychecks in two weeks instead of just one, and the results were striking. The group that got the money sooner was able to cover a lot of expenses more quickly and started to get ahead paying off any indebtedness with their loans. And here is one of the really interesting parts of the study. So the people who were paid more frequently, they were not only less stressed and less anxious overall, but they also became better workers. Their productivity increased and they also made fewer mistakes. Their work quality was higher. Bashirs went on to say that he felt this illustrated how much debt affects our brains and our actions and our abilities to focus and function in the moment with debt looming over your head. I was reading this research, and like me, you are likely listening to this and saying, yeah, Putnam, the research is telling us what we've all known from Scripture for centuries. Look, I totally get it. But I want to take these three illustrations from the study and add to them that scriptural wisdom that we know to be true. Illustration number one, the studies found that the people were less stressed. Proverbs 22, 7 may be the most familiar scripture when it comes to being in debt, and I've already shared a little bit of it today in a paraphrase earlier. It is, the rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender. I don't know if you've ever turned into Dave Ramsey when individuals and couples send in videos or phone calls with their debt-free scream. I was actually at Ramsey Solutions a while back. I was visiting someone, and while I was there, a couple was actually being recorded with Dave, and the smiles and the screams were equally huge and celebratory. It was fantastic to see. And of course, they are excited because they are no longer a slave to the lender, so they are less stressed. Illustration number two better workers. In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it reads, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory 
of God. I have seen this personally and is naturally validated in real life by research and also in anecdotal stories. I can't tell you how many times my clients were so excited when they finally paid off their debt. They would say things like, it's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. It's like I can think clearly again. Every day feels so much better with that debt paid off. I feel like I can engage more clearly in the work that I do now. We know it to be true, don't we? That we all work better, work harder, and work with more clarity when we have less noise in our lives. And illustration number three, increased quality. Second Corinthians 9, 8 reads, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things, at all times, you may abound in every good work. Look, we've all had something heavy on our minds at work, feeling a little distracted, maybe not as focused as we would like to be. I've had clients share this with me. I've had it happen to me. And when it is a distraction that you have personally chosen and inflicted upon yourself like the weight of debt, doesn't it seem even heavier? Because it could have been avoided in many situations. I used to often share with clients that emotion buys it, but reality pays for it. So when this heaviness and distraction is no longer present. No wonder our focus increases, our mind opens up, we become more creative, and of course, our work naturally follows suit and the quality of it improves as well. These three illustrations from the research and from Scripture agree that debt can drown out peaceful feelings and affect our jobs, our attention, our work quality. And of course, even though we didn't talk about this, we know it can also affect our relationships with our family and our friends and those around us and so much more. So you get to choose noisy and discontent and distraction with debt or quiet and peaceful and content with no debt? That is not a trick question. Which one do you want more? Can you delay or even avoid a purchase on credit to help keep a peaceful and quiet heart and mindset? If you want to give this a try, You've heard me speak in the past about having a money buddy, someone just to help ride the ride with you, to walk alongside you in your financial journey. And when it comes to actions like spending money through your credit card, could this person, your money buddy, be a contact for you that before you buy anything on credit, you run it by your friend, you run it by your buddy. Now, that doesn't mean they have full veto power, but it does something more importantly. It allows you to pause, it allows you to pray, it allows you to speak to someone else about it, to put it in the proper context and give yourself the best chance for a wise financial choice. 
when you finally form the conviction that you want mental, emotional, financial, and spiritual peace and contentedness more than whatever purchase of food, drink, item, or situation that would put you into debt, that's when you can begin to really turn down the noise and possibly even eliminate it forever. And there is no question that your clarity, your contentedness, and your focus on God is after His own heart. Good and faithful servant. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.